Welcome to the. You know, just cut it. Welcome to the <laughs> the sixty fifth episode of the Cars Cast Movie Cast. Uh, I'm here with my co-host Jeff, and I have a quick question. It is, uh, Je- uh what? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. How do I word this? Christmas Island is a territory of what country? Ooh, I I used to when I used to like have a globe that I would just look at a lot when I was younger. I I knew this. Yeah. Oh man, I definitely used to know this. Um, we're gonna just say Chile. It is Australia. Australia. Yeah, I so, knew it was, it was. I knew it was like in the Pacific. Yeah. I just forgot like which side of the Pacific. Right. Right. So I'm. Con- this is nice because I uh, I was gonna say I just graduated, but I have a question. Another geography. Yeah, I was. Question. Well, I was gonna bring that up. I didn't want to make you bring up your own graduation. No. Then you did the bit in the beginning where you played the. the yeah. Music. I so had then to you, bring. You kind of brought it up. I brought it up, but Australia is that? I thought that was a continent. So but Australia it, is a country and a continent. You knew it was a country, right? Yeah, yeah. But I also like I remember being taught in like elementary school like that is that's Australia. That's one of the continents. I was so like, okay, but yeah, it's not. So Australia it is a, is a continent. So because the, it's not a so part of Christmas the other, Island is not a part of the continent of Australia. Yeah, it's just it's a, a part of the country of Australia. Right. Yeah. Because are you yeah? So that we're, right. We're, we're, <laughs> we're on the same page. <laughs> We're, we're clicking, yeah. So, yeah, I, like, I the U.S. Um, has overseas territories as well. Mm-hmm. So, like, like, uh, um, like uh, you know, you well, said. I the reason I know one I'm thinking of, I just don't remember how to pronounce it. But it's like it's American, and it looks like it's Samoa, but it's not exactly pronounced. Oh like yeah, that. It's oh, like, it's the one state that who was it? Um, not state. You know, <laughs> let's just cut it. Let's just not. I'm not gonna go anywhere. <laughs> Are we, yeah. Yeah. Are we thinking of the same thing? The one thing that Michael Bloomberg won. Yes. The yeah. Okay. Thank Correct. God. Yeah. Because yeah, that's it's, so it's an overseas territory. Um, yeah. That is not a part of North America. Right. But it is still part of the country of the United States. Yeah. 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 Yep. So in a similar vein, Australia is a continent. Yes, but it's also mm-hmm. a country. In the country, yeah. Um, Christmas Island is a part of the country, not the continent. Of course. Understood. Well, on that note, I just graduated college. Uh, <laughs> what if I'm wrong and all the Australians, which is like 80% of people who listen to this podcast. I know. We, the, <laughs> I feel it's really like you cherry-picked that for them. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I did because I was like, there were there was a Superman-related question that I was picking between, and then there was this one, and I was like, Australia. This will be fun considering yeah. how I mean, Australian I Superman is actually just that um, – speed skater who won the gold uh, in the olympics and i think 2002 it, yeah. it was like a huge come from behind do you remember that i don't know if, no if I, you... I don't i don't so there was this olympic speed skating thing where it's like the small track where it's like tons of crashes and stuff and this really mm-hmm. old australian who had a ton of injuries in his career was like way past his prime but i think australia just doesn't have a lot of speed skaters so they're like yeah uh, you're like 30 something but still go out there yeah and so it was, it was actually amazing though like in the semifinals he was like totally gonna lose and then a bunch of people mm-hmm. crashed on the last lap and then he somehow made it to the finals and wow. then in the finals he was gonna come in like last place and then everyone crashed again and he just like glided <laughs> past them like looking around and then he won the gold medal and was like That's the so... first like speed skating gold medal in australia history oh my god that's so funny yeah it was, it was it's like my favorite winter olympic moment that yeah wow 
sports are funny. I mean, it's mm-hmm. kind of, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, now he's a motivational speaker. Wow. <laughs> what is he? I, like, I, like, I mean, I didn't even, I don't remember his name. And I don't, so really, yeah. if anyone wants to look this up, they're just going to have to type in like Australia speed skating gold. Right. Yeah. What a way to start this podcast. Yawn of the day, yep. Anyways, congratulations <laughs> for uh, graduating. We now have the same amount of degrees. We do, yep. Yeah, um, I'm pretty pretty excited. I'm mixed because I think there's like three different ways you feel when you graduate. It's like mm-hmm. fear, uh, sadness, but like excitement. And I'm not that scared, to be honest. I'm I'm like, I'm, I'm more excited than I am. Like, yeah. I, I, things are going you pretty should, well. Right, that's the thing. You should be i think i was definitely like on the other side of it yeah um but like as far as people who have like a thing kind of worked out for the immediate future you have it kind of going on a, a bit yeah you the know? only thing is like is this was like i i had school and then i did the youtube and podcast on the side and now that is my main thing yeah and so you're saying we should record one podcast every day every with day. all your new yep. free time yep <laughs> literally like i was i've been done with school i finished my last assignment like a few like a, i want to say like a little less than a week ago and i've literally just been i mean i've worked i was working really hard on the video this week but i've been just so excited to record <laughs> I'm like i can't wait to record the podcast um, yeah i i'm are. ready too it's been you know it's been a while it's been so i mean there's long, been much yeah. more important things going on under yeah of course it's also just been long since we've done a non-guest episode and i i love the guests episodes don't get me wrong we love having guests mm-hmm. but uh these these episodes go a little different i've realized we <laughs> they go for way too long yeah <laughs> um they're long intros but we never really like hit a dud you know we're always on on yeah. track with these yeah. yeah our only duds are when my brother's a guest yep of course <laughs> that is <laughs> <laughs> he's the secret third member of the podcast that we only have on every few months um but yeah no it, it's cool i'm bummed here's the thing it's like i i don't know if i'll go to grad school or not that's that's kind of out of the question but i am bummed that i like can't take classes anymore because i really like learning you are you sound like a huge nerd <laughs> i know <laughs> literally in the last like two years i have gotten so into taking classes like I love learning, and now yeah, I can't I learn anymore. Think like one, cl- like one class at a time would be fun. Okay, maybe that's, even well, you two. know what? That's fair. Yeah, because the the thing this quarter I took five classes when we're only supposed to take four because I wanted wanted to take more. You wanted to learn more. I wanted to learn, and it was a bad idea. I was even though we're like remote and I have plenty of time, it was really hectic. Did. And, uh, did you need to take five classes to graduate on time? No. I just, I think I... You just I, did it because you wanted to? <laughs> yeah, I wanted to... T- well, there was... I've, I've always wanted to take experimental, that one class. Um, mm-hmm. Will not go Was that further. fun? Uh, well, so I really... I, I liked the fact that I could make, like, experimental projects. Yeah. It was fun to do that. Um, and it was fun to, like, see some of the films he lectured. But, yeah, I... I that one, I think I we think. know the aspect of this class that i didn't like and i maybe we're on the same page maybe i'll just bring this up to you later but <laughs> i uh-huh. mm-hmm. just, yeah i think <laughs> that that is a class where it not being in person would make it a lot worse it was just okay because it's 
so fun in that class just to watch all the films that people make because they're all like so strange yeah yeah exactly i was so hoping we could like do that um and also he did things differently like usually you do the lectures through the campus portal thing and Mm -hmm. he would upload the lectures to vimeo which i just didn't think was a i'm like that that feels annoying to you we can't speed up the lectures vimeo is just not a good i don't know um but yeah it was still so cool class i've never taken like an online lecture class um yeah you can speed up the lectures so yeah so (laughs) does it make it sound like they're like super high-pitched voice i like literally there are some professors from this last quarter that i only know of in the high-pitched chipmunk voice (laughs) (laughs) and then like we had to do one like wrap-up lecture at the end and i over zoom and i was like whoa you talk slow but no they just talk normal i've been yeah um but yeah I what if one of on them speed talked at half speed so that if people tried to double speed it would just sound normal <laughs> just <like that. laughs> yeah i had a philosophy professor like that it was for my philosophy requirement well it was a sub but she came in regularly and she was really slow and i was like we i learned two things this whole class but that's really slow she only got the two things she only got two points across and we were like come on um but yeah anyways that's that was my day i had a really good day yesterday so wow um, that's nice i graduated hit 300k thank you guys and uh something else oh i had oh yep jeff is one (laughs) from what i like jeff could be all of them jeff could have set up a bunch of bots and this could all be (laughs) um but yeah, I had we celebrated with uh, we got cheesecakes. I like cheesecake a lot. We got lasagna, and I had uh, some wine, and all three of those together do that not. That sounds like the heaviest. It is the heaviest. I was possible thing. You could I eat. ended a great day, like just laying on the floor in the bathroom, thinking I had like food poisoning, but it was really just like rocks in my yeah. stomach. Anyways. I've only had food poisoning one time. Yeah when uh it was from chilies <laughs> i got i think i got salmonella not... from the chicken crispers oh <laughs> yeah it was it was when i went for my brother's like 22nd birthday up to wisconsin because he was going to the University of wisconsin wow um, and That's... i had to go out with all his friends like at night and i kept just like throwing up oh in my every bar god I to. that's a very jared thing to do to go to chilies for his birthday yeah i mean <laughs> well we got the el presidente margarita <laughs> wow yeah then he wrote an article about it because he used to write for like a frat website mm-hmm. total frat and then right? chili's decided to make him an influencer so they started sending him a bunch of free stuff oh my god kind of like you well you know what we're gonna get to that there's a question today i didn't send you the questions beforehand but it has yeah. to do with you and a certain brand um well that's good for him I yeah. got you food didn't poisoning make your from bed. Me. I noticed. No, <laughs> <laughs> I did not. My room is a disaster right now. You can't see a lot of it. There behind the bed is a giant. All of my clothes pretty much are on the floor. Did and you? Were just, they somewhere else? And you just hid them behind the bed? Yeah, this? I was just like, yeah. No, they were like, it's 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 been like this for like two weeks, and yeah, I there's like, a Ritz crackers wrapper down there. I. There's a cup underneath the table. It's a yeah, really messy. From what messy I see, though, it actually is a pretty respectably like non-cluttered bedroom. 
We keep it, yeah. I keep it as a, I don't know why I said we. <laughs> yeah. I keep it pretty nice. Um, yeah. You you and your roommate. Me and my roommate, who's... <laughs> Keep you make the them hide in the closet for the podcast yeah <laughs> it's nick um yeah what else was gonna gonna say oh are we gonna we'll say oh, you the... were talking about when you had food poisoning and i interrupted you oh it was i had food poisoning at pot bellies when i was young and uh i forget what it was i think it was chili but that's wow it wasn't chili from chilies it was yeah. I don't think Chili's even makes chili. Yeah. Did I which ever... is really a missed opportunity. I would totally order the Chili's chili. I thought that was their main thing. I've never been what to Chili's. What if they served it cold and it was the Chili's Chili Chili? <laughs> and it's really calm, so it's like a chill Chili Chili. Yeah, from the, the, the chill Chili's Chili Chili? <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, uh, but yeah, did I ever talk about my new food poisoning thing that happened in L.A.? Did I ever talk about that on a podcast? I might I have. No, if you did. Yeah, it's not worth bringing up. It was just really bad. I went to, I had like, this is not worth it. It was an Echo Park in LA. And we went to sit in a park after having a meal, and it was really bad. And I went home and moving on. Um, I think we, we had a thing that we wanted to talk about, the YouTube thing. Yeah. But are we saving that for Q&A or now? Yeah, I think we're saving that for the after movie understood discussion understood well, as a little then, teaser we're gonna talk about karsten's youtube career <laughs> yes but it involves jeff um but yeah i guess we could get into the movie now yeah um, i'm ready i mean i feel like anyone who clicked on this hoping that we would talk about this movie is probably ready for it as well hey we're gonna have timestamps, so yeah uh today we're talking about time the uh, coincidentally timestamp. time um the graduate uh from 1967 directed by mike nichols it is uh, starring dustin hoffman it's a pretty much a classic at this point um not at this point it's been a classic it's one of the best movies of all time i think or it's known as being that uh and it is about uh benjamin a recent college graduate very worried about his future finds himself in a love triangle with an older woman and her daughter now um, if you guys uh listening at home made the connection karsten picked this film because it's about a recent college graduate yes. yep which you are now i am now yep As although you look yesterday. a little bit younger than I dustin do. hoffman <laughs> i know i i didn't even and it's that because up. i think he was 29 years old when they filmed yep. it so he you was my look age more yeah i was gonna say you you look more like dustin hoffman kind of <laughs> <laughs> you look more like dustin hoffman <laughs> um what if we did that for every film <laughs> like, you know you look more like the main character of this film than i do <laughs> um this is okay is this your first time seeing this movie jeff it's my second time your second time okay it's also I think my the first time. time was probably like three or four years ago okay that's literally, I think, the same time as me. I remember I watched this after I graduated high school, but not because of that that time. That, it was just like my parents recommended it to me. Um, my mom really likes this movie. And now I'm watching it now. Yeah. Well, to be fair, it wouldn't have made sense if you watched it because you graduated high school. High, it's a because different Because even story. though it's called The Graduate, that's, it's not it's about not someone about who just graduated a high school. school graduate. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think... I am. I have more to say about this than I thought I would. Um, 
I don't know about you. What did like? What are your general thoughts on this? Um, I mean, it's a really good film. Is yeah, the general thought. yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, pretty much like just on a technical level, it's just like an amazing film. Mm-hmm. I think like, it's, it's the yeah. best of like in terms of. Cause I feel like sometimes when I watch films from the '60s, mm-hmm. some of the the filmmaking techniques that were very like prominent in the 60s kind of mm-hmm. get in the way sometimes for yeah. me yep. um and this film it's like they somehow it's still very 60s in terms of like all these like long zooms mm-hmm. and you know but it's still like it just works flawlessly that's a great point yeah because i mean i was when i was in high school i was not as like i didn't watch as many old movies is what i'm getting at um and i watched this thing just it, it did not feel like an old movie Mm-hmm. Um, and it holds up really well stylistically in that sense. Um, and I think that's crucial because I think this film changes and is looked at, I feel, completely differently today um, because of its narrative. Uh, and we'll get into that. I, I guess we'll just kick that off. Do you think this film is like, besides the stylistic elements, uh, do you think it's like aged well in terms of its uh, story? and? Um I think so we don't care about spoilers for a film that is over 50 years old right yes yeah no we don't um yeah I think that overall it's aged okay yeah um I think that Elaine's character is like a little bit like I don't know it's kind of like a weirdly powerless character where things Mm -hmm. just kind of happen to her yeah so it feels like I don't know right it she she's definitely a little underwritten i would say yeah but i think like here's the at the time and a lot of this is referencing a review i read on letterbox um who i'm not like just plagiarizing here it's just a great review um by carlos valadares um i'll link it or something but i think the thing like this was looked at in its time as kind of Benjamin's character, Dustin Hoffman's character, he looked, he was like looked at as a much more like kind of the good guy, um, mm-hmm. and he still is to a certain extent. But it's like what he was doing wasn't looked at as being kind of stalkerish or like mm-hmm. creepy, but instead like rebellious and kind of heroic because of yeah. the generational gap. And I think now it's like I think it's kind of switched around and gotten a little bit messier because I think a younger crowd more in tune with like what's right and wrong um yeah. well rec- like say he's not the good guy at all oh yeah no he was a huge stalker <laughs> right yeah um but that's the thing i there's something about this film that is just and i'm this <laughs> bad timing here i'm not saying i'm a stalker but it just feels <laughs> it's, it's very relatable <laughs> um past the the graduate thing um, I yeah. just, it feels like it understands what being young is so well, um, like right off the bat. Because uh, I think, yeah. I don't know if you can relate to this, but like being in an airport, I think is such a defining moment when you're in an airport alone, like without, like you're traveling by yourself. I don't know why that opening credits just works so well. I'm like, yeah, it just, it sets the tone for the film perfectly. Um and that's there's a lot of that in this film but what were you gonna say um yeah well i think in terms of him being a stalker it's kind of 
it's weird watching films this old in like through a modern lens where um like obviously he was being a stalker but if someone had cell phones then he would just like blow up her phone texting her you Mm -hmm. know that's like i don't know i don't know the point exactly i'm making but it's like he literally could not talk to her unless he went there yeah 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 so i feel like it because now literally your first step if you were stalking someone i don't know why i'm saying if you were stalking someone like i somehow have the the playbook for stalking (laughs) but i just mean people would totally just start texting like constantly yeah yeah you know like multiple times a day and then they would like after that didn't work then they would go where there that was like i guess the first step to stalking someone yeah no i I agree i don't know i see where you're going with this (laughs) yeah i mean like it's not now today going up like that to see someone is more stalker-ish than right. back then. Mm-hmm. And I think it's not necessarily making... I the Something I really appreciate about it is that it's super self-aware. I don't mm-hmm. think it the film even looks at Benjamin as being a good guy at all. I think it critiques like the younger generation just as much as it does the old um, mm-hmm. by kind of making it a bit satirical, uh, which is how clueless he kind of is. But the film isn't wrong for that i mean like that's the thing it's he's making dumb decisions but like that's kind of makes yeah, the film just that much more truthful and the film is kind of emphasizing that he's like just making dumb decisions because he's kind of in this lost like right. middle area of his life where it's like he <clears throat> was on this path where you know everything is set for you mm-hmm. and then when you're finally released from that um you know it's it's like where do you go and that's kind of the mm-hmm. internal debate that benjamin has yeah and of course where he goes is to the hotel yeah <laughs> um okay the scene where like when he went with elaine to the hotel where they were all like saying hi to him yeah that was <laughs> so over the top <laughs> that would yeah that would never happen <laughs> i also don't understand why that old woman who knew his real name because he introduced her when he like pretended to be going yeah to that, like a like party yeah i don't know why she was there again <laughs> no, yeah <laughs> she didn't work at the hotel no like, she was just, just they had an event like a month ago yeah that is so true <laughs> um yeah i i do think the script like besides like little plot holes like that i just think it's so tight I put this mm-hmm. film in category, like, kind of like you said earlier, it's just such a perfect film in a way. I put it in categories with like Parasite where it just never loses your attention. Yeah. Like every scene is so aware of what comes before and after it. And I, speaking of that, just the cuts in this thing, there is the one that everyone talks about, which is him in the pool where he jumps onto the floaty and then it jumps oh, yeah. to him on the bed. And that's not even the only cut. There are so many creative transitions um yeah that that cut though it's like you could tell whenever like whoever thought of that thought of it they were like (laughs) i got it (laughs) yeah um it just works so well um and then there's the other one where he's like yelling at his mom he's like wait a minute and then he like they cut to him saying wait a minute to this robinson and i'm like oh that's a nice yeah anyways um also the use of simon and garfunkel i was gonna bring them up yeah (laughs) <laughs> it's just so funny because like it's the fact that you know this like they're one of their most famous couple songs is mrs robinson yep yeah is so on the nose 
<laughs> well, that's the thing. I had known about that song. I loved that song before I had seen this movie in high school. So as soon as I realized, as it clicked, when I was watching this yeah. for the first time, I was like, when's it coming? And it doesn't come until like later in the in the film. But they tease you. They have the one scene oh, where yeah, the they whistles. Do the, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, they oh. do like the intro and they don't do the words. Mm-hmm. They have that one um, song. I forget the something fair. Are you going to to Scott's? I know. Oh, yeah. Scarborough Fair. Scarborough. Yeah. They play that song a little too much. It just. I hear the guitars come in like four different times, and one of the times they yeah. they just play the instrumental. But yeah, and they also play uh, "Sound of Silence" a lot. They just played the same three songs over and over again. Pretty much, yeah. But was, <laughs> yeah, they work well. Um, I don't know why Simon and Garfunkel. It just makes me so sad. Their music is so. It fits the mm-hmm. tone of this film so well, in that it's just so dreamy and and melancholic. Yeah, it'd be fun if someone just like dubbed over that song and just replaced it with Paul Simon's later catalog. It's like me and Julio down by the schoolyard. <laughs> and you can him, call me Al. Him driving to like Berkeley. Big, like, duh, 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 duh. <laughs> um, yeah. But I, I just thought they... Uh... And the other thing is, like, the sound of, sound of Silence has become, like, kind of a meme of a song. Like, it's been overplayed mm-hmm. to death and in a bunch of bad, yeah. like, TikToks. And I was expecting it to come across kind of cheesy now. Right. But still feels so right in this film what there because there are a few songs that are like that where they were i think at the time when they were used in films were very like emotionally meaningful yeah and then now it's like when you're watching it it's like a little bit ruined oh, by what's... just how because i think the big one that comes to mind is whenever hoppy pola is used in anything which I... is that cigar rose song where it's like this piano it's very like a very memorable piano oh yeah 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 I, I, I know what you're talking about. Because there was a different one of their songs that was used at the end of The Life Aquatic. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, but it's like they're even more famous song than that. It's mm-hmm. just like, it's been such overplayed. a good song, but it's been used in so many different things where it's just yeah. like insane. Yeah. There's the one, uh, it's like, I think it was in Donnie Darko. It's like, all around me are familiar. Oh, right, yeah. And that one's a complete joke at this point. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's I also mean, it's, used in all the Gears of War commercials. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I think Sound of Silence holds up well. Um, yeah, what was I? Uh, okay, the cinematography is so it's good. So good, it's so good. Like we said, it just it it doesn't feel like a '60s film, mm-hmm. and it also just doesn't feel like anything today. Yeah, it. Well, that, that that's the thing is, it feels like a film like made later about the 60s because the 60s aesthetic is like so prominent in this film yeah 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 which i think that for me objectively the 60s is the coolest looking decade i'd agree i i do like the 70s aesthetic a lot but yeah 60s were pretty good so, but yeah it's just like <laughs> i don't know it just feels i don't the thing is it doesn't even feel like a relevant film today it just feels more of like some kind of time capsule yeah like That's I think it. that some of the sentiments of it, but as a film, to me, it doesn't feel like it, this incredibly relevant film because the way people have affairs now is just so different. Yeah, 
mm-hmm. you know, like even if you're having an affair, you can't relate to like these weird like phone calls where you're dialing a rotary phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like people just like have a phone and they just go you up, but then they, they close the messenger app and open up a different app and yeah. Yeah. Um, which this film made today with the same plot, but with a cell phone would be really funny. It, it, <laughs> um, what was I? Get? Oh, okay. I think like while we're on the topic of the cinematography, what was that noise? That was a that dog was barking. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, my <laughs> sister's dog is here with my parents' dog. Oh, I always forget you have a sister. The Borslow family is. It. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <you> should, <laughs> um, but. The cinema, what was what I was going to say is it like sets the mood so well, like I don't know why. There's the one specific shot in the hotel hallway where he's walking to the room, and it just makes you feel so anxious. Like it takes yeah. him forever to get to the room, and it, the world always feels either way too big for him or too small, and I think that does such a great job at making you feel what you're supposed to. Yeah, the just the scenes. use of like really long lenses also to like compress space is like yeah you know where it takes him like a long time to get places mm-hmm. um and then also just like when he's outside at berkeley when they like have that super long zoom where they just follow him where yeah. like they do they just like set the camera up with like a 1000 millimeter lens like I a know. mile away <laughs> it was insane there's all okay they do that a lot there's the one and i i know that's like a very 60s style i guess mm-hmm. Uh, but there's the one where it cuts to Mrs. Robinson's reaction where she says goodbye, Benjamin, after the whole falling out. Um, yeah. And it's like super tight on her. And then they zoom out and she's like so yeah. far away from him. I know that that felt like my like Canon 24 to 105 lens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I love this film a lot i didn't i didn't know how it would age because i gave it like i really loved it in in high school my freshman year and i was like maybe i i wouldn't love it as much now but i do think it's just mm-hmm. such a solid even though it's like yeah we're not supposed to love benjamin he's a really bad dude like there really isn't anyone to love besides elaine in the film she's the only one we can really empathize with i will say i wish because i think mrs robinson is like such a she is in a way the antagonist but she's a really like powerful figure in this mm-hmm. film especially for that time i feel like i wish they did a little bit more with her um yeah it didn't really feel like there was uh like conclusion to to her character mm-hmm. throughout this film yeah i think she like all the things she did and i owe a lot of this to what's her name whoever played and bancroft yeah um she brought so much to the character and there's clear there was like reasons behind what she did but the film never really explores those reasons Mm -hmm. and that's the only thing i really wish it would have uh touched on because she was probably the best my favorite character in the thing um but yeah i I also just love the all the scenes with the pool oh my god yes i wish we could still i halfway through this movie started looking up those goggles i wish we still had goggles that were just one giant thing they looked uncomfortable for your nose but yeah they didn't um, look great no but it well okay so (laughs) like my dad actually has like one that's like a scoop mask that's like a whole it's like not just the eyes even bigger it's like your whole face whole mouth (laughs) so can you like i don't know how that well then there's a snorkel that comes out the top so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. mask. Have you ever gone snorkeling? I have. I, I did it um, 
once in the Bahamas. Nice. Um, and it was like, you know, it was like you near know, like a reef and stuff. But mm-hmm. the thing is that I kind of like just learned because I never would swim with like flippers on. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's very weird swimming with flippers when you're not used to it. But right. I do the thing where if you bend it the waist down, that's how you like dive while snorkeling. Oh yeah, and yeah, I yeah. ended I. But the thing is with flippers, like I just kicked a few times and I forgot you're like with already... flippers how fast yeah. that will bring you down. So I ended up accidentally diving like twelve feet. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, like... yeah. And then I was like, oh crap, because I was a snorkel, Dang. so you can't breathe underwater. So then I kind of like panicked and had to like fly back up to the top. That's very scary to me. Yeah. Yeah, it would have um, been bad, especially because, like, when they're on your feet, you don't have, like, great control, so it's not easy to, like, point yourself back up to go back mm-hmm. up. You have to, yeah, especially like, turning around, you have to, like, yeah, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Other I than used... that, it was fun. After that, I didn't start, I didn't dive anymore. <laughs> you were traumatized. Um, yeah. I used to snorkel a lot as a kid when we would go to, we went to Mexico a few times, and that was great. I saw a big turtle, and... uh I since nice. have been I think I've talked about this I have a fear of large bodies of water so I don't do that anymore sea yeah, creatures like, so are what just... was it that the turtle it wasn't the turtle that caused this was no it? no turtles are scary though it's it, big like turtles that live in like the ocean those are like great sea turtles sea turtles that's what they're called <laughs> turtles that live in the sea um it's ocean the, turtles it's snapping turtles and <laughs> and like um uh, just anything in freshwater lakes, just yeah. awful creatures. Um, yep. I and mean, coral freaks me out. I don't know why. Yeah, I think something scary is like barracudas. Barracudas, yeah. Those they have super and like swordfish because yeah. here's the thing, right? And then this is something if you are snorkeling somewhere that's like tropical, mm-hmm. where you might run into those, you have to make sure that you take off like any like jewelry or anything mm-hmm. that's shiny. Yep, because they might run into you yeah it's just you know a quick karst cast tip my mom as she every time she goes she takes off all her rings yep because yeah it's terrifying um those and like uh eels i don't know why i'm scared of eels and i don't think i'll ever run into an eel no i but, don't think so but they're terrifying to me um yeah. oh the other time i was snorkeling in the bahamas we all like got off the boat and started swimming to like this one spot it was like a really strong current because it was like more in the middle of like the ocean yeah um and then everyone saw a shark, so we all uh, oh, swam Christ. back to the boat. See, sharks are really scary. I mean, no shit, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, I never want to be at that point in my life. Luckily, um, though, in this film, there wasn't a shark in his pool. <laughs> that would be a different film. Yeah, that would be... <laughs> things would... That's Sharknado. <laughs> um, but yeah, I had one more thing. No, I, I really didn't. Never mind. I had one last thing and it was just okay. going to be bringing it back to ishtar yep here we go oh because so, dustin hoffman was in ishtar. not just dustin hoffman but so a very famous comedy team in like the 50s uh-huh. was uh like mike nichols who directed this film and elaine may who directed ishtar now wow. there's a film that i've seen that i saw like the best preserved print of it, at the music box and it was the heartbreak kid okay which I've is a 1972 it. film starring charles grodin who's also in Ishtar, directed by Elaine May. Uh-huh. Now, that film, it actually is, like, quite similar, where there's, this, like, love triangle thing happening, and it's it's really funny. Um, <laughs> but then Charles Grodin was also in Catch-22, directed by Mike Nichols. And oh. he was also in Heaven Can Wait, directed and starring Warren Beatty, also in Ishtar. 
So I'm calling this so, the the Nichols and May cinematic universe. <laughs> they all come together. <laughs> wow. That's and there's probably more that we don't even know about maybe. Yeah, probably. That that was all I found in 5 minutes of research. Dang. And there's a character in this movie named Elaine. I mean, there you the go. You know and I mean? she may marry Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah well i gave this here i did downgrade my score from a five to a 4.5 um i think the mrs robinson thing is just once i like came to realize that i couldn't call this like it's just something that would make this film so good if they gave her some more time even though i know benjamin's focus like as you said a, a little bit too much of an antagonist in this film yeah Especially near the okay, let's actually real quick just talk about the third act, specifically like the last ten minutes. It goes completely off the rails, in my opinion, and becomes a little too cartoonish. It's it's not not enjoy- I like I like it. I think it works, but it does get just wild. Um, yeah, I don't know and if you agreed or not. I I do, but I also you know your comment that you um, plagiarized from Letterboxd. That actually was a really good point. Not my yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> where it is i do see like how the late 60s was a time when it was like the younger generation was breaking away from the older generation yeah um so there was more leeway with because the younger generation just automatically was like the protagonist in this film mm-hmm. because they were young yep um so i think that gave them a lot more leeway to seem like you know the mm-hmm. protagonists, even when nece- you know not necessarily what they were doing was Yep. indicative of a protagonist on a neutral playing field yeah but the playing field was not even it was slanted towards youth yep i somehow just made that about sports again <laughs> <laughs> um well yeah what did what did you give it in terms of a... i gave it four touchdowns out of five no i gave four it four and a half touchdowns that would be nice. what touchdowns are six points that's times um... four that's 24 and a half yeah. Did they get so the that's point? 27.5 points. No, that's 20. What am I talking about? I was talking about seven. Seven's at the, with the field goal. There's no oh, field goals in this. I called it a, t- t- called it a free point. 27 points. It's called a field goal. Yeah, okay. So you give yeah. it 27 points. All right. We should just rate movies like that from now <laughs> in football Like really scores. confusing, yeah. It's like, um, yeah. It's, uh, it's four and a half three-pointers. Nice. All right. I still don't know what it is. My favorite movie, are, I just say they won the three-point contest. <laughs> Um, cool. They got a home run. Put it anyways. Four and a half stars. Four and a half stars. Um, that's the graduate. Well, four and a half would be a grand slam, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, shall we move on to questions? We got a pretty hefty question segment today. I mean, well, we have the well. Let's talk about the thing first. Um, the thing we want the thing. The yeah. Let's talk about John Carpenter's the thing. Which we also watched today. Kidding. Um, what did you want to bring up? I'm gonna let you take the wheel on this because yeah, yeah. Well, so you know, I was thinking. Right. You do YouTube. I do. This podcast is on YouTube. It. Yeah. Um. Maybe at some point in the near future, I should start also doing YouTube. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. So yeah. yeah, I mean, my content would probably not be uh, movie related. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't know anything about movies, as people who have listened to this podcast um, are very aware of. You do know a lot about Elaine May and Warren Beatty. Yeah, which I've only seen like 
I think I've only seen two Elaine Mayfield, two Elaine so I gotta Mayfield. round that out. <laughs> but and I think I've only seen one Mike Nichols film. This one. Yeah, I, I, I looked just it watched up. the I whole catalogs. Yeah, grind through them. Um, but but anyways, mine might be more like traveling related, and of course, this would be something that would really kick off when you are allowed to travel again. Yeah, definitely not the oh, not the time to do it right now. Not but, right now, but hopefully in the next few months if things go well. Yeah. I have uh, I love this idea. I really do because and I'm sure I don't know how familiar you familiar you are with uh travel channels on YouTube, but they are all the same. They're very most of the time just cheesy and and fake. And I feel like yours would be really funny. And that's <laughs> what I would hope for. I've seen like a, a few. I'm going to definitely do like a deeper dive into like the more popular yeah travel ones but a lot of them don't seem that like i don't know they, they seem like fun for the people traveling and mm-hmm. it's like interesting because like they have you know some advice and stuff and like yeah. their experiences but they all seem to be coming at it from sort of a similar place yep yeah. which is just not not necessarily like the the humor side mm-hmm. of it yep but so i we were going to talk a little bit about youtube Mm-hmm. as a way of like because you know i i asked this separately i was like hey carson you know how youtube works i as far as i know yeah oh uh, <laughs> you're the most successful youtuber i know <laughs> although to be fair technically as someone who is part of this podcast i'm also now the second most successful youtuber i know that is yeah well we do well this podcast you, has over a thousand subscribers now. you do technically know personally the guests we've had on this podcast and we do have okay, more that's, successful YouTubers. Okay, that's sure. If we're <laughs> counting guests as people I now know, yeah, which they are, of course, then yep. I am probably I'm like top five still. I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, <laughs> regardless, I'm not a successful YouTuber uh, as of yet. Right. So but, I figured I'd get some advice. Yeah. So from my good friend Karsten Runquist, recent <laughs> college graduate and recent 300,000 subscriber mark milestone achiever. That's me. Um, and I figured, well, actually, you figured that our our great listeners might also want to hear this insight. That is true. I was going <laughs> to hoard it for myself. But anyways, <laughs> I'm going to pass it over to you and just talk a little bit about, you know, starting YouTube and how that works. Sure thing. Um, what I've realized since I started YouTube is it is literally like 90, it's 10% like the video and like 90% like marketing yourself. It is it it got re- real businessy real fast. <laughs> like mm-hmm. a lot of it is like how you like title the video, the thumbnail and where you share it. The thing okay, so like how I like started on YouTube was I made that La La Land video and um <laughs> checking my watch. Uh separate discussion. Um and I <laughs> I posted it on a bunch of different like subreddits. Um typically more like niche subreddits like the la la land subreddit which had like a thousand like it's a very there's a la la land subreddit it was a very tight-knit community (laughs) but i posted it there and because it's so tight-knit and because this was like such a passionate video about la la land it like took off on there so they like and that brought some people in it's like and i did that to like a bunch of different niche sub i did it like the ryan gosling subreddit and like Mm -hmm. the film filmmaker. those are bigger but um but that's just how i did it um it's just like starting to get like a ball rolling uh but i think a huge thing that and i think i talked about this on a 
another thing at one point is just like consistency which is something i had to adapt on early on and it wasn't like a a chore because i was having so much fun making videos yeah and just to be clear you're talking about consistency in terms of like releasing videos on like a reasonably um, like scheduled yeah yeah and it's get definitely gotten a lot sharper now like now i upload every saturday or i try to um and then but like the way i looked at it is like i had the la la land video like that did okay but then i made the bojack video that did fine and then like pixar and then i I forget what order i went in but it's like they all kind of start um you want to like make them also consistent in how they look and like how they sound like you have to like make a voice for yourself which right so it's kind of like a tv show yeah exactly and you do that because like if one of those videos like takes off like if you see like my la la land video then it's like most likely in the recommended you'll have the bojack video you'll watch that and like try try to make them in a way where it's like someone can will want to watch the next one that seems like very basic advice but it's just like it's it's a snowball effect yeah and that's why it takes a little bit because you have to make enough videos to where someone can marathon or binge what you do um because a lot of like I, I get a lot of messages of people who really like my uh video there's a bee outside um and they're like i've just like binged all your videos like in in one day or like one night and that's that and speaking from my own experience that's where when i subscribe to people and where i become like a Mm -hmm. so like a fan yeah which it's like when people make like two two or three videos and they're like it's not going anywhere i'm like well yeah because it's like who's gonna subscribe to someone because they saw one video of theirs like that's that happens but it's like usually kind of rare right because subscribing is not liking a video someone made subscribing is wanting like knowing enough about them to want to see future videos yeah and that's kind of there's consistency to it but now that i've been doing it for a long time i've tried to like vary my stuff and this is only speaking if you're like trying to get like really into it but i've like varied it so it's like some people might come to my channel for the reviews or the goofy videos or the like really pretentious deep ones or like the i don't know but um yeah i guess that's like starting off we can also get into you wanted to talk about the monetization a lot of people ask me about the mm-hmm. monetization aspect yeah that is um jesus is that b insider <laughs> it's a giant bug <laughs> it's, a gi- it's just slowly um yeah that de- usually so a lot of people ask me like how the adsense works and typically it is one dollar per thousand view that's typically but it also like completely depends so if you get a video that's gets like say 50,000 views you get $50 from it but if that video is longer or well if it's longer you can place more ads on it and that then it you make double that Mm -hmm. or something Um, but also if that video is blowing up a lot and it's doing really well in the algorithm um, which is another thing I'll talk about then uh, it'll probably make more money because I've had videos that got like 50,000 views in one day but made like $70 and I'm like okay that's I don't know how it works, but what I'm saying is it like kind of depends, but that's roughly what you work off of. Um, and then of course you factor in like sponsorships and stuff like that. But the algorithm is literally like where, especially once you get into it after you've like gained a following and you do it regularly, like say you have like, this is when you get like 5,000 followers, um, getting, getting a phone call. Um, 
like once you're like doing it regularly you kind of like depend on the algorithm um and that's when it gets annoying and when people start to hate youtube um because most of the time like a video success even if it's like a super clickable like um interesting video that you think a lot of people would like it might get screwed over because youtube is just not putting it in people's recommended feeds or their home pages and that's that's what makes it a not that's what makes it not a not a not great job or like thing it just makes it unpredictable and kind of yeah it's it's my least favorite part about doing this is that i never know how a video is going to perform but the more you do it the bigger the more subscribers you have you have a guaranteed amount of people that will watch it mm-hmm. so that's kind of what i have generally right now i feel like i said a whole lot of nothing but that's <laughs> kind of what i got um yeah but my advice yeah my advice for people like just starting out whether it's like jeff or like you guys mm-hmm. listening because i span the that. la la land reddit right yeah just, <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> get on the La La Land Reddit. Um, yeah, also the video essay subreddit is super welcoming to that that type of content. I'm sure there's like a travel specific. There's like a specific thing for everybody. And everyone on that Reddit will probably be interested in what you do. Yeah, well, when I made the I'm Just a Mantis uh, music video, I, I put it on the Mantis subreddit. <laughs> I can't... <laughs> I can't now, tell if you're joking or not. Here's the thing. I'm actually not joking because I thought it was really funny. And then like a few of them actually were like, hey, this is funny. Oh, my God. That's we like so this because there's mantises funny. in it. Wow. Now, I did learn from that subreddit that the plural is mantises or mantids with a D. That I didn't know about that either. Yeah. Wow. So you if re- you go to the mantis subreddit, you're going to learn something. Do you genuinely like mantises? Or is that no. just a... No, okay. I didn't know. They're kind of weird looking. I don't <laughs> dislike them, but I don't... No, that was... I just yeah. thought that would be a funny animal yeah, yeah. to pretend that I was really into. Barely an animal. Is What the fuck is that bug? Hold on. I. It's not a mantis if it's flying. Wait, do mantises fly? I don't know, but it they has might. the legs of a mantis. But it looks... It's so big. It's a huge... Mantises are pretty big i, I don't I know. remember offhand but how like they are. i've never seen a mantis on my window they don't do that that could be my next single mantis on a window <laughs> um yeah i'm wearing my squeaky shoes so today. now in terms of the success of your la la land video when you were talking about like that kind of blew up a little bit like mm-hmm. how many views are you talking i freaked out this is funny i freaked out when it got like ten thousand after like a week not even a week it took like two weeks um i was freaking out at the fact that i think i got like 1000 in three days or something like that um which is so small but the fact that like people were i was paying like really the thing is i've been doing youtube for like since high school just kind of uploading fun videos i did like daily 30 second edits for a while um and did like fan made music videos like i've been like just testing the waters for a while and then when i made that video like the fact that it got a thousand in three days was like a huge leap compared to what i was making so what i'm saying is like that was how i measured it because that's you know i guess coming at it from someone who doesn't have any you know like you are kind of a self-made youtuber yeah yeah i mean yeah thanks to the wall and subreddit uh, thanks to the Lala. <laughs> you should go thank them. Like, <laughs> post a picture of you with like your YouTube plaque. Yeah, 
Yeah. Be like, thanks, guys. <laughs> um, I remember, yeah, I think 10,000 was when I was like, this is, this is really good. Um, and then when it, like, that's the thing. I don't know when I, when it specifically became like a, a when I called myself a YouTuber. It took mm-hmm. until like three and a half, four months later when I made my Edgar Wright video. And that really took off and got like 100,000 in like less than a week. And that was, I mean, that's still a, a cool thing to get nowadays. But yeah. Um, I guess that's, yeah, that's what I got. And now it's your job. And now I guess, yeah, now it's my, <laughs> my thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's... Now you have all the fans stopping you in the street. <laughs> I will say, say... You're that guy. You're that guy. Who says the things on YouTube. Yeah. I haven't... It's weird. Like, I, there was a point where I was I would get like... Anytime I'd go to like a movie or like a movie-related thing, I'd, be, I'd make sure to wear something cool. But now I don't even... I, no one's going to yep. see me so um yeah my point is it's very unpredictable and it takes a minute and i still think i got lucky with how it took like four to five months to get up to like ten thousand subs but it's kind of like a snowball like the you that's the thing it, it seems like that's like if you mm-hmm. can get to around like ten thousand is when it starts just kind of yeah like, and your stuff obviously is still is good yeah yeah then it seems like that's like how you kind of gain traction yeah I'm just I'm amazed I got that with those early videos because the quality was awful. They were awful videos. Looking back at it, but actually I take it back. The La La Land was pretty good, but never mind. Um, yeah, I am happy to like talk about this more if anyone in, on the subreddit has any questions and and stuff. Um, but yeah, I would like to just like that one kid on our subreddit, uh, Stop Motion Samurai, like he makes. I've been watching all his videos that he posts in the subreddit mm-hmm. and he's posting to like the cars cast. It's like super niche. Like he's doing exactly what I'm telling right now. Yeah. And I think it's a good idea. Cause like your people like watching that stuff, at least on our subreddit. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, anyways, if that's it, we can move on to the questions. Yeah. Let's, let's go to questions. Awesome. Um, this one comes from the underscore race car, and it is, if you had to play one board game of your choosing for your life, which would it be? Are you that into board games, Jeff? Um, not usually, but I mean, I've played some more, you know, extravagant board games like Pandemic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we've talked. Yeah. Well, I played that with my family once, and then um, they all hated it because uh, it was too confusing yeah. for them nice um yeah i i don't know if you've ever played Catan. i'm not my roommates God. all did and then i was but i didn't know how to play so i'm like i don't want to make your game have yeah. to just be teaching me how to play this game it is like a hard game to pick up like the first round will always be miserable and that's why mm-hmm. I, I hate showing it to people because it's like no one ever likes the first round but once you get to like this you play it a second time it's so good so when i get back to chicago we should yeah we should play it yeah i mean um, when yeah when it's like a feasible thing to do yeah i, come I mean back. it's, it's, it's kind of weird yeah we'll see it's like will we still be doing the pod remote yeah I, well we'll see we'll, we'll see we'll have to see it you know where we're at yeah um but yeah so i guess Catan. i have a great time every time i, I haven't played it in a long time but yeah it sounds fun i mean everyone i know who plays that game likes it yeah so even one. though i've never played it i'm gonna say that as well <laughs> 
You're lunar. Yeah, you, you have a lot to learn. That'd take up a good amount of the rest exactly. of your life. Exactly. Like, that's the, the first few are just going to be me learning how to play. Yeah. Uh, this next one comes from Mr. Fred, Fred Flintstone, and it is, do you like Capri Suns? Now, I haven't had a Capri Sun in a long time. Um, and I was never I that. loved them when I was young. You loved as them? As everyone. As everyone does. They lo- I loved them growing up. I didn't like them that much when I was growing up. Yeah, it was always- now I wouldn't ever want it. Like I would rather just have mm-hmm. like real juice rather than some kind of like syrup, weird chemical. Yeah, that's like yeah. I just didn't respect the pouch. I don't know. I <laughs> <laughs> the straw was always so hard to get in for me. Yep. But maybe that was a me problem. Um. So real quick, the the name was Fred Flintstone of this person asking. Yep. Did you do you remember how we watched the live action Flintstones movie? Yeah, that is one of our more more forgettable episodes, I would say. I forgot yeah, we did terrible. that. I actually recorded that from a bed in Chiang Mai, Thailand. <laughs> like, there wasn't a desk in this place I was staying, so I had to, like, lay on a bed. And I remember we, because we didn't do video yet, obviously. Yeah. But you could see my video, and it was, like, super dark. Like, you yep. couldn't see me. Oh, my God. Because there was God. no lights, like, in this room. It was just, like, one small, like, 40-watt light bulb. I wish we had video when we were doing that. That would have been so good, but I wouldn't have... The uploading the videos would have been miserable, but god damn, that would have been such a fun time Yeah, to look but back But anyways, on. back... My point about this is that you know there's a sequel to that movie, right? With, like, the same cast? Yes. Like... It's Viva Rock Vegas. It's supposed to be about, like, Las Vegas, but it's I'm the Stone Age. I'm this up. Viva Rock... Are you kidding me with John... Yeah, it's Dude. in like Rick Moranis. Wait, no, John was John Goodman in the first one? Yeah, John Goodman was Fred Flintstone. He's not in this new one. He's not? Wait, no. did they replace him? Did he refuse to There's do it? There's Stephen Baldwin, Kristen Johnson, Mark what? Addy, Jane Krakowski, Alan Cumming. Yeah. The Flintstones in Viva Rock Vegas. They Rosie O'Donnell? Changed all the, Rosie O'Donnell was in the original one. Oh, you're right, she was. Jesus. John Cho? what this is <laughs> what this is so funny this is 2000 it made oh yeah so yeah mark addy replaced john goodman yeah stephen baldwin replaced rick moranis wow. so i feel like going from rick moranis to stephen baldwin is a strange choice yeah wait it says oh there's just it, it makes there's a much more threatening presence <laughs> there than there used to be <laughs> Damn, they have just a John Taylor is in it, the musician, but not John Taylor Thomas. Um, yeah. Anyways, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Wait, you said the reason I'm bringing this up, and I thought it would have something to do with Capri Sun, but it does not. No, it it was just the username just, of the. Oh, that's right, that's right. The person yep. who asked the question, Mr. Fred, it just made me think of it. Flintstone, yeah. Um, we have one more. And is it is from uh, Sophia Tunyon, or Sophie Tunyon, and it is Carson. What do you think of Nissan Cubes? And also, like, can you explain the Jeff the Cube Man thing? I feel like we've explained it before, but I feel like we. Have. I'd be I down to do like another. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So this would have been like three years ago, three and a half years ago, yeah. I guess. Um, I thought it was funny to create. A Twitter account where I pretended I really liked Nissan Cubes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just took a bunch of selfies with it and then got like a few hundred followers or like 200 followers and like a bunch of them would also send me pictures of Nissan Cubes. Yep. 
uh, and then babe, this was like when Baby Driver came out. So I just thought it'd be funny to tweet at Edgar Wright about how I loved it, but like, yeah. why weren't there any cubes in it? And then he just responded <laughs> saying that that would be the sequel called Cube Driver starring me. So then like the next day I spent 10 hours like green screening myself into the Baby Driver trailer. Yeah, you did a really good job with it too. I did a really good job for the first scene. And the problem is that like, it would have taken me forever to like yeah, do yeah, more yeah, than yeah. that. Cause I just like kind of clone stamped out, um, you, I clone stamped out you <laughs> for all the people who say that yeah, yeah, yeah. you look yeah. like I'm blanking on his name. Uh, Ansel. Ansel. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Ansel. I was blanking on his uh, name too. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I clone stamped out An- Ansel and then, uh, I just put myself in there and I actually like lit the first scene of them like sitting around the table. Like, so it kind of blends pretty well if you watch it on a phone. Yeah. Uh, there's one point where I forgot to actually extend the green screen. So you see, like, a counter in my room, like, behind me. I think I know like a TV stand. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's just because I did this all in one night. So I was going as fast as I could. Yeah. Uh, anyways, it, like, turned out pretty well. And then, like, the car company, Nissan, like, retweeted it, which is funny. So but, like, funny. no one cared because no one follows Nissan for comedy content, <laughs> it turns out. So I was like, oh, because they had, like, 700,000 followers. Just a bunch so of like, car okay. fans. Yeah, so like literally no one cared. It got like 150 likes, even though they have 700,000 followers. Man. Um, Best part about that video is the part where she keeps saying baby, and you're like, no, <laughs> it's Jeff. <laughs> it's, it's such um, a good video. But yeah, so if you want to see that, that's at uh, CubeJeff yep. on Twitter. Um, yep. The video is still there somewhere. Um, that was my introduction yeah. to you. I remember that was, she actually told me about that before I knew who you were. And she's like, my friend made this. And I was like, that's really funny. He seems like a funny guy. And I didn't meet you until like mm-hmm. a year later. Because, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, Jesus Christ. that was I was really young when you made that, man. I wasn't that young. Me I was too. starting my YouTube channel, but yeah. Um, cool. Well, that's the neat. I like Nissan Cubes. I would like a Nissan Cube. Yeah, they, they like stopped making them at least in, I think, in Japan even now. But in the U.S., they stopped making them in like 2015. Oh, shit. Like before I even made that video. Yeah. And speaking Um, of Edgar Wright, though, uh, someone asked if that photo I tweeted was him on the podcast. It was not. It was definitely not. Yeah, we wish. That was. I uh, I felt bad that someone was maybe expecting that, so immediately I saw that and was like, "No, please don't get your expectations up." That. Yeah. If anything, it's the opposite of that. There's no guest. (laughs) Um. That was. If anyone was curious, that was from a talk he did at the Champs Elysees Film Festival. Which uh, I didn't. Wow, such even... good French pronunciation. Champs Elysees. Yep, it's bar- It's not that good. There's but... a. That's a very good song by Joe, like Dasso. I don't know. He's he's a he's very famous in France. Oh, okay. Um, okay. And Hence the... he. Uh, yeah, but he's actually American. Yep. Not okay. Interesting. There you go. <laughs> um. Well, that's what we have for Q and A's. Um. Are we doing? meme of the week uh this uh, is a long episode as it this is a really long episode. so you, you know what we're gonna save we're gonna, it for next episode yep next episode because <laughs> jesus christ i just realized it, we've been going for an hour so we're, we're gonna yep. wrap things up um we'll read a review um to encourage you guys to leave reviews this one comes from uh hal b with a smiley face subject line is love it five stars and it is i've been a fan of karsten from day one of his youtube channel and never got around to the podcast until this year due to covid19 i've spent the past few months listening to every single episode in order wow 
I'm a huge fan and show every single one of my friends Jeff's volcano Instagram story. Keep up the amazing work, guys. Thank you so wow. much. That was a Thank nice. You. That was a good one. That was really nice. Yeah, that yeah. volcano thing. I'm kind of proud of that because it's just like so dumb. It's so good though. <laughs> it's. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so um, much. That was that was a very nice reveal. Made our day. What um, if it was like one star, just because they didn't know how to like use the review <laughs> properly? <laughs> well, we had the one. It's funny. Our most popular episode is the one with Wyatt, and that was the one where we read a review that was like four stars, and it was yeah. like, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> and I was like, all right, cool, um, cool. Next, we'd just like to thank our patrons. Um, our lovely patrons. If you would like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash karstcast, where we have exclusive access to bonus episodes, Q&As, shoutouts at the end of every episode, um, and much, much more. So uh, we would just like to thank Allison Grace, Annabelle Falk, Boat, Connor Holmes, Dr. Aneurysm, Eden, Ethan Kell, Hannah E., Holly Edwards. Uh, I wasn't lying when I said I would make my name really long for hashtag meme of the week, so here it is, a really long name I don't even know. Uh, Iron Tusk 93, Iva, Jacob Colness, Joshua, Chris Wiki, Josie Eiler, June Australian Winter, Liv, Rob, Martin, Def, Mary Lee Borslow, Moses Ox, Ready Steady, Ernie, Robert Burke, Sergio Palacio, Sophia Arieta, The Rat from Ratatouille, Vegard Strom, Vera S., and What's the Matter? Thank Thanks you so patrons. much. Guys. I love this list because it has just like a nice, you get into like a really nice rhythm with it. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a nice like turn for the final stretch when you get to Chris Wiki. Dude, I ju- I'm so glad you brought that up. Just today before like a, a 10 minutes while i was waiting before recording this i was like going over the list and i was like joshua Krizwicky, like trying to get it right <laughs> and, yeah because it's like one where you have to slow it down a little bit yeah. so it's, but you still like stay in in a rhythm which is nice yep. it's kind of like swimming when you think about it <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like flippers in the ocean yeah. it's kind of like snorkeling flow and yeah it's like snorkeling um and, and unlike me you didn't start drowning <laughs> yeah <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so well, much. Um, that does for, it for the sixty-fifth episode. Sixty-fifth. Mm-hmm. Think about how many hours of us talking to each other there are on the internet at this point. There, it's. Oh my God, you could go days, like talk. I was thinking like, I'm doing the road trip from here to Chicago, and that's six hours. I'm like, what if I just listen to six of our episodes? That would be I mean, painful. You could that'd be weird? <laughs> it'd be weird. I don't know why I would do that. Uh, anyways. I was, you, but you like blast them like it's music. <laughs> Windows down. Where it's like, Jesus. <laughs> um, cool. Well, I have nothing else to say. What, do you have anything else to say, Jeff? I mean, not anything relevant to the podcast. <laughs> no. I mean, we could keep going, but. We could keep going we forever. Keep going. <laughs> uh, catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side. Flip side. Awesome. Thank you.